This is the TVA Podcast. TVA, Todd Van Allen. He's a comedian. I don't care if you guys don't like that joke. I fucking love it. It's a math joke. <laughs> He's an actor. He drinks Canadian. He's from Portugal. Why is he so Russian suddenly? <laughs> <laughs> He's a man in love. That you know what it is? It's a wall of awesomeness with the sound of his own voice. Double, double, please. Double, double, please. Double, double, please. You know, like, uh, double, double, please. The TVA Podcast starts now. Hey there, folks, and uh, welcome to episode 174. Is that right? Yes, 174 of the TVA podcast. Uh, pleasure to have you here. We're here above the pub at uh, McVeigh's. This is uh, Thursday that we're recording this, just before second of our uh, charity shows. Uh, tonight is Shorty People. What's up, Shorty is the name of the show. Uh, all the money going to Camp Tan Oak, so uh, that should be good. Uh, let's go around the room. Uh, Darcy is here, our producer. Oh, hello. How are you, sir? I'm great. You're uh, you're not wearing a red checkered shirt today. You're, it's, it, you've gone with the green one. Oh. That's nice. So I have a, a podcast <laughs> uniform, too. It, it so appears. Because <laughs> you wear that shirt every week. Yeah, I know. Uh, actually, let's be fair. I wear this every fucking day. Okay. It's, uh, I really have to go shopping. Uh, across the table from me, Ian Atlas. Uh, it's always a pleasure listening to you guys fight like an old married couple. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shut up, son. Um, <laughs> you are well put together, speaking of. Are you on a date tonight? I have many a thing to do tonight. Okay. But when Joanna Downey's around, you got to dress up. Well, you Shows look at respect. you. Look at seen you. some of the people I've slept with? Look at you segueing <laughs> just currently, lady. Now, listen. Yes, my love. Uh, let's bring her in officially. Ian yes. kind of jumped the gun there, so we're gonna. that's a false start. We should We should technically be starting all over. I learned from the over. best, Todd. Oh, God bless you. Anyway, uh, you can't have meant me, because uh, <laughs> I'm not the best at anything. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it is a, uh, a pleasure to have here one of the episodes uh your episode your previous episode when you're here on the tva podcast uh was at that point the most listened to episode we had ever had really uh yes indeed wow uh a accomplished stand-up a host of two fantastic rooms here in toronto uh the inventor of the yes or improv move (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it is a pleasure to bring to the TVA podcast Joanna Downey. Hooray, How are you, sweet pea? Yes, I'm we good. can do a little golf applause. Get us there. in the afternoon. There we go. Guinness, isn't there a song about that? Like an Irish dirge? Is like if there yeah. isn't one. I'm going to write right. one tonight on stage. If you like Guinness in the afternoon, and I don't know why I did that. It was horrible. Anyway, uh, pleasure to have you here. Thanks, man. It is so good. You're uh, shuffling around the schedule. You got a hard stop. A fight. You got to go to Ajax today. Yes. Are you I'm performing the midst, out there? Yeah, I'm yeah? Uh, doing the Triple uh, X Dark Nights of comedy Very january nice. yeah so it's me and mike wilmot for the whole month of january oh so my god yeah it's a testament to our friendship so now we'll are you see. hosting those i am you? hosting oh, okay so you're yeah. hosting the dirty nasty yeah probably doing is... some vulva jokes i don't the have vul- vulva joke yeah, vulva uh, kills yeah. uh no kids I, love them <laughs> yeah kids yeah, the children that come out uh no mike of course is is headlining mm-hmm. and uh julia bruce is on the show as well so oh. i'm doing that the, the whole month and it's interesting because uh, for me, it's just basically, with the exception of maybe three stories that I wouldn't tell normally mm-hmm. in a club, it's just my act. But for some reason, I'm triple X. So yeah. I don't. Well, I, you got a potty mouth. I do. I, I do have a I potty mouth. I can't believe you kiss your boyfriend with that gob. Uh, that is horrible. Not just the mouth. Good night, everybody. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Ian's now looking at you very, very interestingly. <laughs> um, so uh, how are uh, how are the holidays? You had family in town? Is that uh, Really, is that really holidays again? Holidays. What? I don't, I don't, you know, I, I just, it's, it's a lead into another thing. Yeah, I know. It's a lead into I, another I, I thing. I didn't have holidays. My he family. He has a plan. We yeah. don't know what it Will is, you but please, there's a plan. What it, is this? Uh, yeah. Before the show started, I, I, I just completely forgot. I was going to say, Todd, don't right. mention the holidays. Well, we're, too we're late. We're way past it. Okay. Stop it. Stop mentioning the holidays. I got away with it once, but I think I got away with it. <laughs> I, I, worked, um, I worked my regular schedule, right. so I didn't have a holiday. My family's in Toronto, and the, so I didn't to, take any time off. Just so Darcy doesn't blow yeah. another fucking gasket. Yeah. Um, the reason I wanted to ask is because I know you had you had family in town, and you were... Uh, do, you, do you find that sort of awkward, like when you've got kind of people in your place or like folks that you know you want to be able to go see, trying to work that schedule? Like how, do you, how do you schedule No, that? I mean, my brother works out of Africa. Out of Africa. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> On Murphy. the movie set? Is yeah. that... Meryl uh... Streep. He was uh, <laughs> he was three, uh, so he was the only one in town. My family lives in Toronto, and mm-hmm. we went to Wooler. My boyfriend's family lives right. um, in 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 the country, so we went mm-hmm. there for two days, which 
is weird because there's just no noise. I live right downtown, and so right. that was that was my vacation. But other than that, I didn't cancel any of my open mics. Good. And uh, I worked New Year's Eve, and so mm-hmm. it wasn't really a holiday per se. I right. think that a holiday consists of more than two days in a row. Now your uh, your brother, he works uh, out he's of a Africa. Pilot, yeah. He's always oh, a pilot. Yeah. So oh, okay. Works, commercial pilot or no? He's not commercial. He works. Uh, he works for a, a private company, but they're uh, contracted out for the UN. So he's right now in Cote d'Ivoire. Wow. Where, yeah. So so. He is building up his karma. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, he's a pretty amazing guy, and yeah. he's a big fan of stand up. So it's nice having him in town, and mm-hmm. he came to all the shows, and he went to uh, the Yuck Yucks Christmas party with mm-hmm. me, and got drunk, and it was fun. It that's was awesome. Fun. Yeah. So so he's like, uh, flying and doing uh, aid for the UN. I yes. can assume he's like dropping food, and there's a sister in Ajax telling jokes about telling, her snacks. Yeah, that's I, awesome. I, that's I know. I might... <laughs> I don't know. I was the first born in a disappointment, so that's that's fine. <laughs> well, how many are in the Downey clan? How many uh, how many sibs you got? Uh, I I had three brothers. One yes. of my brothers passed away mm-hmm. in two thousand and eight, right. but um, so I grew up with three younger brothers, and so uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm I'm the only, I'm the only girl, so I right people. That's got to throw some cachet your way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. The, the the thing was, was uh, I was adored my whole life until I started doing stand-up. And then it was like, what do you mean you don't love me? Everybody yeah. loves me. Yeah, not anymore. Yeah. yeah, so it sets you up. But it sets you up. As a woman, it's different because you're always uh, used to being accepted and being the prettiest one because that's mm-hmm. what your siblings and your father told you. Right. And then you go out to the real world and realize, hmm. Maybe yeah. not so true. But then yeah. you turn 40 and go, I am the prettiest. Who, Changes. who is that guy? There's there's currently a guy out there who is, uh, he, they call him like the, and it's a horrible comparison, but it's a horrible title. Uh, and I'm probably getting it wrong. It's like the, the pit bull of parenting or something like that. Like he's just like, he's he's not much another. Like he, he, he plays like this bald rebel guy with like tattoos and yeah. wearing cowboy boots. And he, uh, he, he talks about parenting. Um, Does that follow Dog the Bounty Hunter? Or? You know what? It's not far off the mark. And he's he he's always talking about, uh, yeah, your kid is special to you, but and he's not, not to special else. to anyone else. And he's trying to drive that point home for parents. I wish I had the guy's name on the on the thing. But yeah, he's, like, I've read about him. I've read about him. Yeah. And he's, yeah, but it's like anything. It's just you know he's looking for a market, and so that's where he's right. going. So. Exactly. And he's the pit bull of parenting. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh. The Bobby Slate. I was going to say Bobby Slate quit Vegas and now he's exactly parenting classes. Yeah, I I get the feeling he probably worked in a muffler shop by the looks of him and uh, just gave that up. I don't know. I've got uh, you got nieces and nephews now. Yes. Yeah, I have two nieces and a nephew. Yeah, Yeah, and I talk about my nieces more. My nephew lives in uh, Saskatchewan, so uh, Mm -hmm. he's pretty amazing. But I don't get to see him as often. And my nieces are around, and I see them probably every weekend or Mm -hmm. at least twice a month. And they're pretty fantastic. They have found their way into your act, which I enjoy. I get to I get to sit down and go. So what happened next? Yes. And uh, how are they now? And and how are they now? Yeah, they're growing. And it's interesting because the they're both really brilliant children. And Mm -hmm. uh, but the little one is kind of in my in my little love handle right now uh, because. What she now? asked for a stand-up microphone oh, nice. for Christmas, and I thought okay. my brother was going to lose it. And I was just like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and her stand-up is A, B, C, D. But she'll get it. It's not much worse than some of the people I book. So I think that's been done by Cookie Monkey. I want to give her a tap on the shoulder. <laughs> Thanks. But I'm, that's a little bit of happiness for me that she has that performance gene because right. I am i don't come from a family of performers. So, so yeah, is everyone kind of quiet in that, in, like, in, like in your family? Are they, are they um, fairly um, No, well, the Newfie side, of course, they're not They're not shy. The, and, mm-hmm. you know, I always mm-hmm. credit that that upbringing being... Being around adults who told stories and in- entertained themselves is right. kind of where my influences stem from because I didn't grow up watching stand up, but they're all shy if put on the spot. Yes, like if you're sitting right. in the kitchen, they're fine, and they all they'll sometimes come to a show and go, "I can't believe you get paid for that. I'm way funnier than you are." Oh, yeah. But if you put <laughs> click, the, yeah. <laughs> but if they have to go in front of strangers, um, that's the difference. And my dad uh, comes from a religious background and my father peaked at five because him and his two brothers uh used to sing jesus songs on the radio in regina yeah so yeah now okay what's the religious angle on this because this i didn't know about you yeah my grandfather was a missionary alliance Uh and so he's a missionary and with the exception of my dad and my um, other uncle were both architects Mm -hmm. everyone else is a teacher or a preacher right in my family so when i went out west Uh it was interesting um because i had told them i my grandmother's 94 I had said that I was a, a motivational speaker, <laughs> but I didn't realize that she went on the internet and found out exactly what I'm doing. That's not un- that's not 
really lying. You motivate people. <laughs> what are you motivating? <laughs> you bring them out. Yeah, I motivate laugh. them to drink more. You motivate them to uh, <laughs> to pay attention often. Uh, exactly. You motivate them to shut the fuck up from yeah. time to time. That's I've been. True. I've I've seen that happen. Yeah, it's, so. it's interesting because uh, my dad was a minister. Retired really? Now, yeah. Uh, mom was a registered nurse, so between body and soul, covered. Covered, yeah. No question. So um, I, I find that funny. Because like, you know, yeah. uh, whenever, I'm sure, you had to go to visit your uncles or whoever, they're, they're like you always had the church trip, you had to go see them work. Uh, you know, it was interesting. We we grew up not. I'm not saying poor, but we didn't we didn't really travel mm-hmm. when I was a kid. Like we went camping and that kind of thing. So, and some of my family was in Malaysia and Australia and doing different things for Jesus and God and whoever they liked at the moment. Mm-hmm. And so I really didn't meet. <laughs> did them that, did that was, shift quite a bit? Yeah, yeah. Like, There's Jesus, God. You know, there's what? a wheel they spin. Yeah, just, yeah. One of my, yeah, one of my cousins has her own Buddha. church now. Like <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah, like I started an open mic for stage time, and right. she started an, her own church. So I think we <laughs> really? that. In, what's the na- what's the name of the church? I don't even know, but she, I joined that it on Facebook. Work yeah, ethic I don't, yeah. <laughs> very prevalent. But they, well, all, all I say for my relatives is that they grew up, you know, when you uh, really strict, uh-huh. like, um, but they're softening with age, and right. so I got to see them. They all came to my brother's funeral, and so I got to see them. And they all came to the pub mm-hmm. and had a drink, and that's unheard of. Like they don't drink, but they did it for us because right. we're all alcoholics yeah, 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 yeah. and grieving. Uh-huh. And so that was kind of a turning point. And then I was there in November doing a Western tour, and I was with them for Remembrance Day. So all my aunts and uncles and my grandma came, and they had this ceremony, and mm-hmm. you know, it was dedicated to my brother. And so we all came together. So it's one of those things where you know I'm Catholic, which you would right. think, oh, it's still Christian. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm Jewish, but it's far enough away from them that I wasn't accepted. When I was right? Born. Yeah. <laughs> it was. <laughs> see, we had to. We had the opposite uh, thing where my brother and I were forced into uh, doing stuff for the church. Yeah. Um. And we we've talked about this previously on the podcast when you had to do like the Christmas. Uh, services and stuff like that. And they were big on candles. Todd, you know I big taught Sunday can- school to, for 12 years. Really? I taught Sunday school. And With I that did. mouth. I, I did. <laughs> I was very entertaining as a child. You I know, was. Jesus doesn't like being people who are bitch faces. Yeah. Come on. Come on, be I wasn't always this bad. It no, no. happened later in life. But yeah, people will be shocked. And I actually got booked at a church once to do it. And I oh, thought, yeah. oh, that's just the venue. Uh-huh. But it was 60-year-old church ladies. And I could do probably, I was booked for half an hour and I could do about 15 minutes of stories about mm-hmm. my mom. And, and, and that was fun. And then I led them in. Uh, Sunday school songs and they thought I was the best right but it's just because I'd remembered these you know the wise man built yeah. his house upon the rock the what house upon the rock <laughs> so I had all these ladies just singing and right. I thought oh because you don't know in stand up they're like oh that's just the venue no right. it's church ladies no it's church ladies yeah. Um, so. Who will probably come up, give you a pie afterwards, yes. uh, yeah. assuming you don't drop an f bomb, <laughs> and that's. A, see, I, I can do stand up without swearing. That's oh, yeah. the thing that people don't uh, understand. I I swear in my everyday vernacular, like mm-hmm. that's what, how I talk. But if I told that I, if I'm doing, you know, in December, right. there's a lot of those shows where you, you can't do a corporate clean. Yes. But still, my stories are kind of filthy. (laughs) (laughs) But it's implied filth, not overt filth, and you get around it. Use some colorful metaphors. Yeah. You know. Uh, So I've got my boyfriend's, oh, how do you call it? Uh, Garden hoe. And, uh, yeah. But even within that, you know, it's certain. It's an interesting thing with comics because sometimes they'll say to me, oh, I'm showcasing for such and such, so I want to do my spot. And they go up, and they're supposed to do a corporate clean show. Mm -hmm. And so I'm watching them. And it's still, the material is still filthy. Yeah. Like, it's still filth, but they just don't swear. And they think, yeah, I'm clean. <laughs> like, there's a comic that works with me uh, that I work, well, we work together, I suppose. And because I curse when I'm performing, he'll he'll make a comment. But in his act, five women are thrown downstairs and beaten up. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? He comes up to me and he's like, oh, you and your filthy mouth. I'm so clean. I'm like, mm-hmm. you beat women in yeah. your act. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Just because you don't swear, the action is stronger. And I think that that's one thing that comics aren't conscious mm-hmm. of sometimes. They'll say, well, my show is clean. I'm like... Right. But it's still but, very dark. You but threw to, a woman down a stairs. Okay. But to be fair... Yes. Oh, I want to see the other side on this maybe, one. Maybe. 
maybe he's painting it in a light that could be acceptable. Maybe he's not. Maybe he's gently tossing them, and perhaps it's foam stairs, and there's a lovely pig yeah. pillow thing. At there's the a bottom. ball pit at the bottom, and, and there's just, you know. I don't think it's worth defending. I think it's. I haven't I, seen the joke, so yeah. obviously I'm just. I'm, but I'm you've trying seen to this say. before, you know. It was a show oh, yeah. I was on with with you here one night. Yeah. And there were four young boys on before oh, me. Yeah. And all of them were taught. They were early. It was 20s, all rape. It was and they all were rape all jokes. rape yeah. and abortion. And they uh-huh. had all their ideas about it. Like they all listened to Doug Stanhope before they got to the show. <laughs> yep. And yep. they came here. And you remember there was two women. Yeah. Th- that were. I went up and I'm like, who gives a shit what a 22 year old thinks about abortion? Like it's yeah. not going to be a choice in your life. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. I kept I kept that running gag throughout the entire night. He says, you know, when I wake up and I do this show and I always, uh, you know, I, I'm getting ready. I'm gearing up to, 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 to host the, the, the comedy show here and I always say to myself maybe this will be the night someone doesn't open with a rape joke mm. and I got to do that <laughs> joke that callback four, four times. times throughout but the night but what's interesting for me is I don't do a lot of shows that aren't mine and so this was like my first time out in mm-hmm. a long time and you know these four young guys are on and I'm watching everybody and I didn't know who they were right and I just was watching going oh my god mm-hmm. oh, like I have to follow this mm-hmm. and in their minds they're just being edgy but the edges softened a lot, people. Well, so, if I, like there was, there was quite a few times that uh, that I went out to to the dark show at Absolute yeah. um, to to see the comics there, and I, I found, yeah, okay, so you're getting darker and and edgier stuff, but it just seemed that the go to Trump card, the left and right bowers, yeah. are always rape, 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 yeah. rape, and we're gonna do a rape joke now, and then then you know it's like Jody Foster's working the accused is now asunder. I mean, like yeah. that's there's no more there. But I mean, I think that sometimes you don't people don't realize you know bringing up that other comic that there are victims in comedy Mm -hmm. and you know some of them some people choose to be their own victims so it's easier to laugh like if Mm -hmm. you're you know what I mean people make choices they're either the dumbass or they're talking about somebody else as a dumbass but what I'm realizing now is that comics will do stuff and they don't realize that there's hate behind what they're saying oh yeah there really is and people are saying oh you're being too sensitive I'm like Mm -hmm. I don't think they're listening right or uh, I've noticed racism is creeping back. Yeah. Uh, from people that you would not expect it from. Yeah. Um, it, it's I think what has broken that up, and I think we may have talked about this previously in the show, is like the the sort of Russell Peters. You know, since I'm making fun of races anyway, and that one's my own. Yeah. Let's branch out. Yeah. And I would say that you know the the one thing he has in his favor. Which will help you sell that is the fact that he nails the accent. Like yeah. he is doing it. He do he does everything. They tell you this in improv too. Is like do it through it through love. Yeah. Don't do it through hate. Do it through through the love of the character and love of the person who it is. Um. And and build the joke and the story that way. Yeah. And I think that works. And I think some people are just trying to like see oh racism. It's oh it's cocaine now. It's it's not. You gotta well, you gotta work funny. at it. Funny yeah. is funny. Funny is funny. But there's but there still has to be that story and uh, you know take it yeah. easy. You know. But like it, one of the problems is I think a lot of the new guys don't have the skill set to do it effectively. They want to get to Stan Hope who can do it well and not, you know, I mean, some of it's most of it's well. But that's a process. It is a process. That's a process. And you can't just jump to it. You can't go, well, I'm Stan Hope now. No, you're not. Yeah. You know. Uh, well, that's a that's a big problem with with young stand ups that I'm seeing now is that there's that need. There's that need to be uh, accepted and to be super funny right away. Mm-hmm. And there's no acceptance of, of the fact that it is time. And it takes, yeah. you know, I've been hosting for 15 years mm-hmm. an open mic. And I've been doing comedy, I would say, for 10 of that time. <laughs> 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 and, and not 10 in a row, by the way. No, um, that's right. But one of the things that I, you know, people will watch and go, oh, that's so easy. And I go, but I, it took me a long time. Like, it took me five years ago. I'm not going to be sick before this. Yeah. And, you know, even, you know, I, Cal Post and I are dating. That's not, and I can see sometimes. Sorry, you're dating who now? Oh, yeah. Well, this week. (laughs) Uh, But one of the frustrations for him is that it's not consistent and it takes a long time to be consistent. And, you know, I'm working with Mike Wilmot who travels the world doing stand up Mm -hmm. and he has these great moments and he works in, and you watch and there's hate in my eyes because it's like, how can you make this seem so effortless? Right. You know, but then you stand back and go, he's been doing it for 25 years and he loves it. Yeah. And so, you know. It's the best job in the world that you can have, I would say. Like, and you have to go at it from that standpoint. If you have that, uh, that notion of this is a cool thing to do, so long as it's not, I find like you know, it's it's not a vehicle for something else. It's like for the love of that craft, 
and you got to it's like anything else you got to practice at it you yeah. got to be ready to suck because you're gonna suck and it's gonna be horrible even trying out a new fucking joke yeah let alone you know oh I'm, I'm worried about five minutes five minutes try the fucking new joke that you throw into the middle you go maybe it's got legs maybe it doesn't i haven't even really thought it through yet yeah. i hope i can find a punchline standing there nope okay and then <laughs> some people actually do write it out but <laughs> oh i know but like you you we've all hit that point where, you, where you're walking into the venue you go oh 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 this would be oh this would be awesome i bet you this would be a great idea and you're kind of excited about it and you're just thinking that excitement uh the worst thing you can do is open with that that's yeah. gonna be horrible move that to the middle let it uh let it brush shoulders with your more well, it's a whole sandwich theory and, right yeah. you open with something that you know and then you stick it in the middle it's which like, i don't which is a really good idea <laughs> i've never done it but how's that working like, out for you in practice yeah, 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 is yeah. That, the uh, practice thing yeah, yeah. uh <laughs> well this is the thing too because speaking of practicing because last year as a new year's resolution yeah uh and we were happy to get you i think the first or second week of the new year yeah, last year last year you <laughs> resolved and i did for about Tuesday. two months but you know what that's good yeah, that's that's we had Bob Kerr who did like a hundred stand up shows, yeah. big fucking whoop. But anyway, yeah. you you stuck it out. You did you did uh, I did Einstein's. You did Einstein's. <laughs> Good on you. It's gotten better, eh? No, shut up. It has. I don't even want to listen to this. It has. Stuff. It Forget has. It, it has. Whatever. I'm dead serious. You know what? It, well, no. it was the last time I was there. Was yeah, right. I'm not even. Going <laughs> that's, there. that's that's fine. That's fine. There's the Fox and the Fiddle now. The Brian yeah. Hope is running. Yeah. Uh, and of course, your two rooms. Yeah. But you, it, we both know hosting is very different. You don't get to try a succinct, full like you know chunk of time. It's always kind of like you're always feel like you're. You you're can hide it things. though. I oh can, yeah, of course I, you can. I can hide it. Um, I can hide it within a show. Mm -hmm. Um, especially if I know that the audience is a lot of people that haven't seen me before. Right. Because it was funny, even doing your show last week, I did seven jokes in a row for mm -hmm. this skirt. I'm doing the uh, fundraiser for Gilda on Tuesday. And so I was practicing b jokes that were female oriented because, yes. and I did s seven minutes or eight minutes last week. Mm -hmm. And people are, oh, that was great. But it was all jokes I'd done before, but never in a row. Right. So it was interesting for people. Oh, you have jokes. I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I had that. I had that happen when, um, uh, one time I was hosting Absolute, I had like, you know, because uh, you get like the, the younger guys that came yeah. out and just, you know, they see you hacking around trying yeah. out new jokes and that sort of thing. And uh, I actually uh, did uh, like five jokes in a row yeah. on the stage at Absolute. And they're like, I didn't know you were funny. Yeah. I was like, I'm not, but thank you. That's, it's, it's a totally different muscle. Yeah, yeah. So, it is a different muscle. So how do you approach the uh, piecing it together for not just a seven minute thing, but like when you're headlining? Because I noticed you were headlining out in Mississauga yeah. over the holidays. Uh, and I'm heading into uh, Club 54 in Burlington. Yeah. Look out, Burlington, uh, on Saturday. Yeah. How, what's, your, what's your approach to, to piecing this all together? Because you're always trying like a bit here and a little bit there. And it's, I, I, I'll go with it themes. And I'll go with themes. And <laughs> I, I mean, I do have a lot of material. So the, 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 the problem for me is not to go to the audience. Mm -hmm. Like instinctively, I go to the audience. Um, and so when I headline, I try to make a con like, I will speak to them. I'm up there for 45 minutes. Right. I don't act like they're not there, but I, I, I do kind of have the first 10 or 15 minutes. I know where I'm going and I don't have a written out word for word, no. but I know, I know where I'm going to start this and I know bit, where I'm going to end. This section has these, but bits I'll change in it up it every night. Oh yeah. Just to see which way flows the best. Right. And sometimes the best plans will be lost out because you have a room full of drunken hecklers. Right. So. <laughs> okay, yeah. let's put those down. Yeah. Deal, deal, deal. Yeah. Oh, look, my time's up. Yeah. Thank you. Good night. That's Merry it. Christmas. That uh, that ha that happened to me recently. Uh, they weren't drunk. I was just like, you know, having a great time rolling with them. And then I looked at my watch and went, I have to wrap this up yeah. now. Like it's yeah. And then you're chasing the closer, and that's just yeah. You know, well, you know. no, but the, the you have to. Yeah, it's it's discipline, right? Because if you go up there, and I've did it for years. That's you know, with MCing is that you just went up there and and, and winged it and talk to the audience and you can get if you're quick on your feet you can do that but then you find out i don't have a solid 45 minutes exactly so exactly you have to be i always say to people you have to be a little more selfish mm -hmm. and i took in 2008 i didn't MC for yuck yucks mm -hmm. for about eight months i just middled very nice yeah so i went up yep. and i did 20 or 25 and i did not talk to the audience i just wow. did my joke yep. from top to bottom mm -hmm. unless i was heckled but i didn't ask anybody any questions 
And that's the other thing, too. Why are you asking? It's so much time wasted asking questions when you're already going to do the joke. Exactly. So just <laughs> yeah. stop it. Stop the point. And I fall into that trap time. You have to stop it. I know. You I know. have you to do. stop it. I, conscious, I consciously try to, like, you know, when, when I know I'm doing, like, the longer says, like, don't ask the question. Don't ask the question. Don't ask the question. It's a and pet I'm usually peeve of mine. Nine times yeah. out of ten, I do great, and then one time I'll fucking slip, and I'll go, oh, God. That's because you host, right? And then in hosting, yeah, you're more host it's all it is. Guns. Hey, how you doing? You okay? All right. Yeah. What's yeah. going on with you? What's your name? You know, birthdays. We got any birthdays? Who's got a birthday? <laughs> but you know what? Stop that. I did that. Uh, I don't. If I, if someone's wearing a silly hat, then the, right. the club will say to you, "By the way, they just paid for twenty five dinners, so you have to make right. some kind of attention to them because yep, yep, they're yep. spending a lot of money." Look for balloons. Yeah. You know, someone wearing a tiara. But I'm telling you, I hosted one night, mm-hmm. and there was a million balloons, and these women were drunk. I didn't even fucking acknowledge that they were there, nope. and I was Good. insane. Good. And I'm like, if the headliner wants to do it, then he can do mm-hmm. it. Um, but yeah, it's. I always think with comedy, if you're getting bored, is just give yourself a goal. Even if it's, yeah. I'm not going to ask a question, or it's, I'm not going to swear, yeah. or I'm, you know, it, anything. I I'm will not get a laugh. To... That might be something. I'll well, do that one. I'm not. I haven't done that one yet. That's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. No, baby steps. Baby steps yeah. coming in. Um, so when you are, um, uh, when you've got like all these uh, these shows that you host, yeah. Because let's talk about those. Because you've got the two rooms, yeah. Uh, that you've got, yeah. Uh, how do you like? How do you manage the time between those two? Because I get, I yank hair out of my head every week and i've just got one you've yeah. got two how is that? well i i wasn't handling it well to be honest until october like i really thought that i was going to stop so when you got a spreadsheet yeah that's why i got a spreadsheet <laughs> um and so the i was just tired and i think that people just say oh that's a great job and you can do it and uh and i love stand-up i really do but i kind of fell out of love with it and just I felt the pressure of people saying to me, oh, you know, can I be on? Can I be on? Can I be mm-hmm. on? And not – and it's just tiring. And it's yeah. it's kind of a loveless – the audience is great, but the comics don't – I mean, and this is going to sound horrible – don't appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Some do. Some do. Some do. But, you know uh, – And they are few and far between. And there are others that – my favorite is when you're just do, trying to do something like get the show rolling, like you're doing up the, the, the list of comics and the running order and that sort of thing. And they're just hounding, uh, hanging over going, so is there any cancellations? Yeah. Are there any can, you know, can you think I can get on? How many spots are there? Are there yeah. any spots? Can I get a spot? Can I be – did you uh, email me for a spot? No. Just you're – you know, we'll try. I make no promises. Yeah. And you standing – in my light and an inch from me yeah. with fucking fish breath is not helping your cause right now. That's but, yeah. You know, it's, it's changed a lot since I started and I mean, it's a long time and so change is good, but um, I I'm seeing in, in the last, in the last maybe month, some of the new guys, guys, cause my only thing that I say is you have to come watch a show and see mm-hmm. if it's a place you want to be. Yeah. Then you have to introduce yourself. So I know who you are and then you have to email me. Yeah. And so right now, like the last couple of weeks, guys have been coming out and a couple of girls as well. And hi, I'm so-and-so and I watched the show and I loved it. You, you know, because I have two rooms and, you know, one room may not be, may be easier for some people. And mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It just, it's, yeah. it's different. And I think because Spirits has a history of that's the place to be, that comics get a little nervous. I'm like, go to the Eaton House, which is a harder room to it do. Is. Eaton House is harder because you have comedically savvy can, people. <laughs> can can you explain to me? Yes. Because I don't know the answer to this. Yeah. Help me, Joanna. Yes. I don't get it. Yeah. I used to do quite well at yeah. Spirit. I used to do like you know I, I, I'm not bigging myself yeah. up. I didn't kill the room. I would do okay. Everyone involved. But you had were a one of my go-to time. guys for a while. Right. Right. And then I dropped out of the scene for a bit, yeah. and then I came back, and yeah. you had two rooms. And uh, you warned me about the Eaton House. Yeah. You said it's a rougher room. And I go, yeah. oh, oh boy, I, you know, maybe. And I have consistently done well in yeah. that room. And I come back to Spirits and I fucking eat a loaf. The last time I was on your stage, yes. I could actually hear the fan rotating in but the I- bed. It was like, whew. That's all. I thought but it was someone you know, like coming in on like a like a yeah. black watch, whatever they call those helicopters, Black Hawk. But if there was a theory that I could tell you, then that would solve right. comedy. But there's no no. Um, I think that the the core at the Eaton House is the same, mm-hmm. and so that energy is consistent. And then new people come in, right. and the people that tend to come to the Eaton House for comedy that night aren't expecting much and they get really good stand-ups yeah. and because that core is there energy is a really big part of stand-up oh, yeah. and so that's already positive and then they come into it feeling like they're visiting 
You know what yes. I mean? They're visiting relatives. Exactly. Like, this is going to be exactly. good. Yeah. And Spirits has got a bit of an attitude. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have the consistent audience. So it can change from week to week. Yeah. So the ener- even myself, I find the energy changes. Right. And, you know, you don't want to pick a favorite, but I, I kind of <laughs> pick the Eat Now. It's yeah. my favorite. Uh, even though Spirits is, is, is my home. But It's yeah. a well-established one. By the way, she's not saying she likes the one over the other. They're both great kids. They're both great kids. No, no, I do like one more than the other. I'm trying to save your ass here. All right. Uh, We're going to take a break. We're going to come back with uh, Joanna Downey right after this. Hi, this is Carolyn Bennett, and you're listening to the TVA Podcast. And we're back with episode 174 of the TVA Podcast. Thank you for uh, staying tuned here. We got Darcy with us again. Still here, yep. And uh, you're happy now? You got a beer? (laughs) Yep. Much better. Sometimes he darts. I like when the salmon stays. That's good. It's always good. I'm sure, you know, Phil Phil will come into your rooms and go, eh, fuck it, I'm going home. And oh, He uh, loves it so much, he would never it. leave. That voice is uh, Joanna Downey. Hello. Good to have you back. Uh, thank you for not running. Uh, Ian Atlas is here. Yep. Why? We're not sure. But anyway, <laughs> that's... I'll be doing mimes with the rest of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, you've been, you've, been, you've been doing act-outs all the first half and just like waving and nodding, which which plays so well on the microphone. You realize we don't live stream this on video. Yes, you know I am that. thoroughly aware. Okay. When I, I have something verbally worth contributing on this podcast, I will chime in, but... Hasn't stopped me yet. Okay. Uh, You're the host. No one's going to stop you. <laughs> That's right. That's, We've that, tried. That is why you get gigs like this. They can't stop you. That's why That's why Joe has two rooms. That's why I have one. They can't stop you. No, I'm no. on every week. You keep I do going. the booking. You keep going. You keep doing that. All right. Yeah. Uh, we got a segment. Okay. We got a segment here that's... Uh, this is new since uh, since you were last here. Yes. Uh, we call it the Soapbox. Okay. And Darcy comes in, and he uh, is going to tell me, he's going to have like a little thing that I have to riff on for about a minute. Okay. And uh, and then uh, we open it up to the floor and just see how wrong I am about uh, anything that I have opined on for 60 seconds. All right. So hopefully right. Uh, you know something about this topic, because I just sort of skimmed the headline. Right. And so I'm not quite sure. Um, something about... Hey, what's this about Haiti? Is that it? Is that the... No? Okay. Are they in some kind of trouble? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> that or that's, maybe they made the Olympics or something. I really wasn't paying that much of attention. I wasn't going to bring up yeah, the okay. Winter Olympics. Yes. Good. <laughs> oh, Winter Olympics. We could have done that. Exactly. I'll could save have. that for the show. Oh, I can't wait. Yes. So, yes. Um, Stephen Harper. Stephen Harper. Apparently, he's having uh, pierogies in Parliament. Right? Pierogies? Okay. They're good. Pierogies? No, I think he's proroguing. Oh, Parliament. there's a hack joke. Sorry. Oh, had... wow. My, that my... hurt me a little bit. <laughs> oh, my, my... See what I deal with every oh. fucking... You only get like one I episode every six months to a lot year. of years. I know. <laughs> Considering That's how good he it. was last week and how funny he was last week, that yeah. is just a sad disappointment. It's my wow. father's sense of humor. Is like It's coming out now as Wonderful. I get older. A sense of what now? <laughs> okay, so pro Rogan. No, 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 no. It's pro Rogan. He likes Joe Rogan and his stand-up silings. That's good. He likes the UFC. Let me okay. stop you. Here All right. That. All right. So here's what uh, I want to ask you. Sure. Uh, let you weigh in. Everyone okay. in show business has, I think, at this point, uh, the Tonight Show. Yes. Conan O'Brien. Okay. And the time slot move. Right. Go ahead. What do you think? Oh, so this has nothing to do with Stephen Harper. Jesus, no. Oh, Jesus. I just wanted to, just want to lay that egg out there. Oh, it's a happy segment. <laughs> that uh, wow, you totally lowballed that one over the plate, and that went fucking nowhere. That was a new bit uh, Darcy was trying out right there, and we saw how that went into okay. the dirt. So uh, we're going to talk about J- uh, Jay and uh, Silent Bob and uh, Silent Bob and Squarepants. And okay, so uh, all about O'Brien. Uh, firstly. Uh, all this does is make me want to pick up the late shift book that I had from 93, uh, which uh, chronicled the takeover of Leno on Carson. And the, this is where, the, Letterman the, the, screwed, where, right? where Letterman gets screwed over. Again, by NBC. So obviously mm-hmm. NBC has uh, not learned their lessons at all in the way that they are managing talent and the way that they want to do things. What I find very interesting uh, and I, I admittedly, I have not done a lot of reading from the Leno camp because there isn't really that much out there on it. Um, both are being played out as a bit of a victim, but definitely uh, well and above. Uh, if you look at uh, tweet space uh, now, all the Twitters and, and all the Facebook groups of like, you know, I'm on Team Conan. You can get like a little uh, ribbon, like, you know, you can get like little ribbons for your avatars now that have like a little cartoon Conan O'Brien head. So, you can, so yeah. you can you can uh, you can uh, uh, show your solidarity and support behind the man like he needs our support. You know, that's OK. So it, that just opens up another artery of like these meaningless sort of groups and, and avatar things that you can do that, that really don't promote 
any sort of support right, or your minute anything is up. tangible. But anyway. Your minute uh, is up. You haven't said anything yet. Okay. So what uh, what will I say on this? NBC is totally making tits of this. Uh, I, I stand by, uh, I think uh, it was it was great that Conan came out and said, I'm not following Letterman. And let them try and figure it out because this is twice that they've uh, screwed, screwed that up. Uh, so yeah, he does not want to fall Leno, uh, not at midnight, uh, I will not, could not in a boat, will not in a moat, you know, all that sort of, you know, green eggs and spam. So, uh, well, what was cool think? about that was that it's the Tonight Show. Yeah. That, you know, which, you know, I mean, everybody's made a joke that, that it's going to be on at 12.05, so it's no longer the Tonight Show. It's an early I, today show. But what's yeah. great about that is that he has, unlike Mr. Leno, he has an appreciation for the history that is... Yeah. That is the talk show. That is, you know, what, what you know, the his predecessor. And I mean, he said his whole life he waited for that to happen. Mm-hmm. Like that was his goal, which a lot of young comics is their goal. And I think the person to watch right now is watch Letterman. Yeah, I've been watching his. I mean, I don't watch live because I'm working, but I every day I watch what he. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny. It is, and it's making comedy so much better. Like and their opening monologues are so funny. He found that niche. Yeah. Uh, and he he made it his own. Yeah. He made it on a new network that was floundering. They were still stinging uh, from the Pat Sajak show, yeah. so this was a really unknown quantity. And so they CBS really took a gamble on him, and it paid off. And he is respected there as an entertainer. It is the show everyone wants to do. Yeah, you know, it's it's that that is that thing. The Tonight Show has become that bit of a dinosaur now. And there are some comments I'm seeing out there going like, "Fuck, get rid of it. It's done. Yeah. Like it's it's it it served its purpose. It's no longer the thing that it used to be." But it's also fun because to watch Litterman taking the piss out of mm-hmm. Leno because that hasn't. Uh, what I love about comics is that they don't forget hate. Yeah, <laughs> they'll forget yeah. the person that loved them and gave <laughs> them twenty bucks. And they but used... if you screw a comic, yeah. they'll remember. They'll go to your their grave with that. And, and they used still... to be bosom buddies. Yeah, like well, my it was like favorite... that book that I told you I just read. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The uh, was the title of that is I'm dying. I'm dying up here. here. I'm dying up here. The uh, which uh, we all have to get. Yeah. I think put that on your uh, book lists. Uh, but the 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 thing that I uh, that the I remember watching when when Letterman had the twelve thirty the twelve thirty show on uh, on NBC. You would see uh, Leno there like every two three weeks every month. You know he was a regular. He was on guest, once a and month. And he was he was funny. Yeah. He, that was when like he was always hitting his stride there, and it was it was entertaining to watch. And then now you just watch that dissolve. Just like that's what that's what Toronto needs. Ian, see if you can sort out some sort of hate between a couple of hosts. Can you do that? Produce that show. Okay, you're on, Todd. All right. <laughs> Who's my adversary? Me. Me. All right. Yeah, both of us. What do you think, Ian? What, what side do you come down on this? My whole thing is with the whole Conan and Tonight Show. I don't think Conan is right for the Tonight Show because the Tonight Show became that watered down, bland, boring. You know, just kind of broad appeal, nothing challenging about you don't it. Like misspelled headlines. I, no, no. I did. I did when I was twelve. I, <laughs> I, I will admit to watching Leno when I was twelve years old mm-hmm. before I watched Dennis Miller. But Conan's audience is very similar to Dave's audience. You mm-hmm. put them both on the same time, they're either going to go to Dave or they'll go to John Stewart. Right. I, I think Conan going to the Tonight Show was a mistake on his part. I think uh-huh. he works better in a late night circumstance. Um, I understand the legacy of the Tonight Show, right. but I think it was like when they were talking about John Stewart taking over for Letterman if he retired. John Stewart doesn't belong on the late show. He's no. not a talk show host. He's a political satirist. Mm-hmm. He's very good at what he does. But we saw with like you know the Oscars and everything else with John Stewart. It's, he's okay. He's serviceable. He's enjoyable. I love John Stewart, but yeah. I I couldn't see him hosting. But it's also it's not. I mean yeah. the quote the quotation uh, today was he's not interested in that. No, yeah. which I think is amazing that people will stand up and go, yeah, but I don't want to do that. Right. Which yeah. is great. Uh-huh. Um, and I don't know about the age thing because you'd think that Conan's Conan's audience that he uh, that he developed is aging as well. Yeah. So. Well, what I think it is like, and I think why so many people on the internet and there's all these campaigns on Facebook and, and Twitter right. is because they're the internet audience. Yeah. They're the yeah. people a little more switched on. Fair enough. Like good point. His more intelligent, uh, yeah. sophisticated form of comedy. Yeah. And Leno's show is more for the. Well, I was reading you know, an article yeah. about this on CNN today, talking about the differences in their audiences. Where, jo- where Jay Leno, they they like him, but they don't love him. So he has a lot of more people who like him and will watch. But Conan's is much smaller, but they will they will die for yeah. him. They yeah. will 
Right. They yeah. will like stab their mother right. if they have to miss that show. And there was a, I'm not sure why I went there. They but. they had a they had a one of these one of these memes out there. And it's the same sort of thing. It's it's the the Hitler scene in the bunker from Downfall. Oh, yeah, I saw that. And you've seen that. Yeah. And so like they the they soccer community that loves that. Article. Like you know whenever there's a trade deadline or something like that, they go like oh you know if Hitler ran Rangers and they and they you know they, they just change the subtitles yeah. to, to video. But the the one that they had out for. Um, uh, for NBC and, and, and the one that they had to, to about this. First of all, it was really great in that the writing for it was so succinct and yeah. sound and done so quickly. Yeah. Like, it's just yeah, so fantastic. Yeah, the turnover fantastic. is amazing now. Yeah, so we'll see, we'll see if we can put that in the show notes. Um, I'll just Hitler? write down Hitler. And I'm sure, I'm sure I'll remember what <laughs> that is. I'm, I'm sure I'll remember what that is. Um, but the, 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 the thing I always thought about the Conan show, and the same thing sort of happened with when Leno and Letterman happened. Uh, Leno... Uh, always faltered in the in the ratings behind Letterman until the show uh, where um, Hugh Grant Hugh Grant came on and talked about his disgrace, and from that point on, everyone went, "Oh fuck, Leno!" And then they just watched from then on in, and so for quite a while after that, he was consistently uh, hitting the numbers o- over him. But you know, uh, it was funny. I was reading CBC today, and uh, somebody wrote in, you know, uh, and the comment was. Uh, get rid of both these clowns. Neither of them are funny. Right. But the guy's handle was get her done. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> so those are the people that We have a new think. player on the scene. <laughs> right. They don't think Conan's funny. And right. It's, yeah. Oh. Larry the Cable Guy people don't think he's funny. Yeah. So maybe we can get Bill Engvall back. Oh, you know. Gosh. You know, we could have, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Here's Your Sign. Here's your host. Um, has there been any mention from Craig Ferguson about any of this stuff? Because he his show I actually really enjoy. Yeah, because I like. He, Apparently, I, there's Team another Conan. man. Is he? Yeah. Is he Team Conan? Uh, well, he also works for for Letterman, so right. So he's going to go on the same team. I think. Yeah. I yeah. And, and 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 speaking of a guy who totally made that show his own. Yeah. Who, yeah. who came in and said, "No, nope, I'm doing it this way. I'm doing my." Uh, you know, I, I love watching his opening monologue because yeah, it's so just it's in fairness, the there's no legacy to follow on that one. Yeah, no one Craig who? Yeah, exactly. Well, no, you know who the who are the uh, following was like the late late show with uh, what's his name Carson? Uh, no, uh, who followed uh, Letterman? It was oh. uh, it was Tom um, Snyder. Tom Snyder, That's but there was someone between Snyder and Ferguson. Uh, was that Craig Kilborn? That's right. Yes, and we've all forgotten about him. That's made it very easy for exactly. Mr. Ferguson to come in right. and Re- be distinctive and pleasant. Remember when he thought he? Uh, oh, I don't need the uh, the Daily Show anymore. Remember Ooh. when he lost that? Yeah, <laughs> that's great career path. That's it. Poor Craig. Would you take it? Would you take a take a late night talk show in Canada or anywhere? Yeah, sure. Yeah? Would you do it? Why not? Yeah. Yeah, but it's not going to be offered in. Well, no, of course not. Like it's not. We have no celebrities. <laughs> no, coming up Canada. next is my uh, my brother in law Dougie, and uh, <laughs> yeah. he's going to talk about the last curling. I mean, Bond Mike Bullard had the only chance really at it, and yeah. it, and, and it fell. Well, yeah. Strombo has it now. He's got. Yep, that's it. Yeah. yeah, but that's different. It's it's more of a news. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's not expected to be funny. Right. No, it's not a stand up. Uh, and it's not a late night show either. It's like a nine o'clock. Uh, Kind of current events. Correct. No, well, yeah. I really think good it's show. on eleven. Yeah, it's my understanding. It's on eleven. Yeah, is the it? hour? Yeah, yeah the, the hour's hour. on eleven. How, how long is it on for? How long has it been on? For? No, how, like how long is it? It's an hour long <laughs> show. Okay. It's on at eleven, really? Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's why I never see. Where's Pete Lacker? He can answer all this for us. Yes. <laughs> God bless him. Hey, okay, uh, we have uh, what turns out to be another new segment. What's this? Go. This is the segment half. Oh shit! That we do in the second. Because uh, I before I come and record these things, I send out to Twitter. Uh, into the tweet space and say, hey, this is who I got on the... Why are you cringing when I say the tweet space? Just something about, you know, old man Van Allen talking about the tweet <laughs> Talking <space>. about Twitter? <laughs> well, I think it's Twitter. It probably isn't, you know, because I'm usually mailing it. You know, that's that's part of the problem. I just put With a stamp telegraph. on it and put it in. Yeah, this just in, extra. People like, you know, semaphore flags and all this lamps. Uh, so I sent it out and said, hey, Joanna Downey is going to be recorded on the podcast. Got any questions for her? And uh, last week we got one for uh, Adam Groh. Yes. Who was on? Gash Cap. And you got, that That was one question. You yes. have four. I have four. So we're going to do this in like rapid fire? Four times as, uh, four times as good. Yes, okay, we'll rapid we fire go. these and you can, uh, these these are to you, directed to you. How many of them are from Cal? Yeah. Uh, he doesn't Twitter. Three and a half. <laughs> so, uh, actually the first one was from Rene Paez. Uh, local drama yes. comment, whose uh, Twitter handle is Rene Comedy. Yes. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter. And he reads, uh, Joanna, question. Uh, which sounds very Dwight Schrutish. <laughs> Question. 
does she ever branch out to other forms of comedy, i.e. acting, writing for film or print? Do you ever do that? Uh, I've I've written uh, I've written uh, on a show. I did that in December, but the show didn't get picked up. Uh, I'm now in the process of of trying to put some articles together for uh, for women's magazines. I've been approached for that, so I'm trying to put that down, which means deadlines, which is a complete different mm-hmm. uh, challenge for me. Uh, I did. I've done some theater and uh, I've done some acting, mm-hmm. but uh, what theater? What shows? I, I did a show that I did myself uh, probably 10 years ago. Uh-huh. I did theater when I was younger, and uh, we did a show called The Visitation. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I did sketch and I tried it, but I wasn't very good. I don't like working with people because I... F- <laughs> <laughs> it's true. No, she's no, just... No, I, I, you know, the right. thing totally is, right. is that when, when it's TV and you can edit it, uh, then I don't feel so badly. But because I, I go off script so much, I, I always feel like even when I did improv, mm-hmm. and I did that's how I started before I even did stand-up. I took an improv class just to do something. Um, but I always felt that I was going to kill a scene. Right. So I don't mind dying on my own, but I don't mm-hmm. want to bring other people down with me. That's that's the thing. <laughs> so, that's, that's exactly why you like stand-up, because yeah. you know who to thank when it goes great. You know who to blame. Yeah, exactly. You know? and, and, and you get the immediate... Uh, uh, response for it you don't have to wait till the end of the show where people are going to do a curtain call or that sort of thing no it's great yeah i agree so i've I've done it yeah so to answer your question renee yes yes Um, question the second (laughs) question the second uh from last week's uh questionnaire robbie dougie bob kerr uh you can uh, follow him on twitter as robbie dougie um here it is one it's not really a question because he puts an exclamation mark on it it's more of a command he wants you to quote tell us a story of chicken legs Chicken so legs. tell us who ch- Chicken Legs is. Okay, so I run this show at the Eaton House every Tuesday, just mm-hmm. east of uh, paper. And above uh, the pub, I'm taking your word, but above this <laughs> mm-hmm. pub, there are uh, 12 rooming houses. Right. Like So they're for rent monthly or weekly, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. And Chicken Legs is uh, one of the residents there, yep. and uh, he's 67 and looks 97. And uh, he's just kind of the, the room drunk. Yep. And uh, he he often, uh, his heckles will get more laughs than anybody's set of the night. So, <laughs> yes. uh, And the the story that I have was I was having my birthday at the Eaton House. And I think it was my um, 40th birthday. So a couple of years ago. And I'd been doing uh, jokes about uh, male strippers. I'd done this joke. Mm-hmm. And so I got there and there was this huge cake. Like six feet tall. And so I assumed that they had bought me a stripper. Mm-hmm. And so for the whole show, I'm like, I know what's coming. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And at There's the end of the night. not an elf in the room. It's a big cake. So I thought that they had put some money into a stripper and it was chicken legs jumping out of a cake in his diaper. And, nice. And there are photos and I in, honestly. In his diaper? Well, in a diaper. I don't know if he owned <laughs> it. But it was his then. Strapping on the Depends and going and to the show. I, now. <laughs> and I think it was one of those moments and I've had a lot of moments fortunately where I laugh out loud but it was one of those moments of you know when you think something's going to happen? Mm-hmm. You know it's like a surprise party but you've yeah. heard seven friends so you act surprised. Yeah. I honestly in my heart thought that they had bought me a stripper and had no idea. Because right. chicken legs was there. And uh-huh. and I I guess just in everything happening <laughs> when he jumped out of the cake that was one of the biggest like pee my pants yeah. I can't believe yeah. how funny but he proposed to me as well oh fantastic on my anniversary when's with a big day Watch uh, back, Cal. it's not gonna happen <laughs> but yeah so yeah chicken legs he could probably have his own show He's, very nice yeah that's uh I've I've I, I like him because like anytime because I've done some shows there outside of that night yeah. and uh, he's always there and he remembers me. Which I find funny, or he's just like as soon as he, as soon as he gets a comic, he just assumes that he's seen us, and then yeah. that's yeah. Well, Bob yeah. Kerr will like this story is that a couple of years ago I was hosting uh, uh, Sunday Night Live at the time when it was mm-hmm. uh, in the old space, and I brought chicken legs to the show, and they actually bought him a haircut, bought him a new shirt. Um, Megan picked him up in yep. a cab and brought him to the theater. And what I didn't realize is that he never socializes outside of that pub. Right. Oh, so wow. he came to see the Sunday Night Live show. And honestly, it's probably, I'm, I would say, four or five years ago that it happens. And he still brings that up as one of the yep. best nights he's ever had. That's awesome. <laughs> and then when he came for drinks afterwards, everybody was talking with him. Mm-hmm. And then he got a cab home. And that was the night that he felt special that oh, he yeah. was there. Yeah, so it was pretty amazing. It's, it's nice. That you, it wasn't about you that night. It was no, about it was about him. Awesome. And yeah, so. Do you know his real name? Uh, Al. It's Al? Okay. Yeah. All right. So Al, chicken legs. Does he have a Twitter, sp- a Twitter account? 
I believe it's at chicken. I think legs. he has a scratch on his right leg, but that's as, about as much as he has. He doesn't have anything. No. no. All righty. Uh, okay. So question number three yes. comes to us from Tim Steves. Oh gosh. Writer, a uh, great comic. Yes. Uh, All of those. Things. Hope to have him as a guest here soon. We've been talking about that. Twitter so we'll handle is uh, Tim Steves. All one word. Okay. Uh, but you can capitalize it. Twitter doesn't care. Anyway, here comes the question. Uh, how about the talking at the back of the room? Still a problem, or has she nipped that? And I assume he means nip that in the bud, yeah, as opposed to making that a Japanese racial slur. So, <laughs> well, it's 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 one of those problems that goes in and waves. Again, back to the racism. Back when, to the racism. Yeah, like when you've been doing a show as long as I have, and you know, in the beginning we didn't have an audience, and so the audience was the com- were the comics. And it, what's interesting about it when in the beginning it was a workshop, and I talked to the young comics about it. We actually there was a time when comics would perform and we would all listen to each other and have notes yeah mm-hmm. like my first set was written because i would tell a story and people would give me notes and so when i did my first spot like you know on an amateur night mm-hmm. was at the laugh resort i didn't know how to put it together but it was because of these young comics that right. we were all working together and then it goes through stages you know um where it'll be amazing yep. and then people will behave and then every once in a while people will just start talking and um it wasn't a problem for a long time and then it it, it happened again a couple of weeks ago and i kind of lost it right. and uh yeah. Now, which room? Which room do we um, both? Chatty Cathy's? It happens really. Okay. I, you know, my grievance is is that I because I'm the, I'm producing it. I fought, and this is what the comics don't understand is that I have to meet with management for both of them. So if a group of ten people are coming in and spending a lot of money, they'd rather keep them. They don't care about the stand up. But you know, I have a policy with with spirits now. If anybody's talking, that they're asked to leave the room. Mm-hmm. So that's a big deal. This is money making for them. Yep. Um, and one of the things that happened with Christopher, my brother, who I mentioned earlier, is he was at a show, and uh, he was sitting in the back, and then behind him were comics, and what he couldn't understand is why people that were performing were yeah. talking during other people. Oh, yeah. And this is a civilian going, so I'm supposed to listen to them, but they're interrupting me trying to listen to someone else. Right. So it's kind of a hateful thing. And then it happened last week at the Eaton House, mm-hmm. and I kind of lost it. And, you know, people <laughs> apologized. But, you know... I can't fight their battles all the time. No. Like they act, they go up for their seven minutes and are upset if people of all the the center of attention is on them. But when yet when it's somebody else, they don't give the same respect. Mm-hmm. And so that that drives me nuts as well. Or even worse, like when that when uh, I maybe I haven't seen someone yeah. and I want to check them out, or I uh, or uh, oh, there's a new joke. I want I want to hear this. And when you're just, you're standing there, and it's obvious that you're paying attention to the yeah. show. Like your eyes are forward. You're you're obviously engaged. And then you get some chowderhead who comes up, well, hey, what do you think about this joke? Yeah. And, hey, you know, is there any space in your room Thursday? I'm like, just, no, just stop. Well, yeah. my policy is if you don't get there early enough to speak to me before the show, mm-hmm. my producing starts at quarter to nine. It yep. ends at 9.15. And mm-hmm. at 9.15, I become the host. I no longer produce anymore. Yep. The, show, the lineup's done. I don't care if you show up late. Mm-hmm. I'm done, and I'm watching the show. Yep. So if you want to meet me, you can meet me before Nine fifteen, or you can meet down, me, Toronto. or you can meet me after the show yep. and introduce yourself. But then during the show, I'm producing. Like if something's happening, and or you know what I mean, like then yep. I'll take care of it. But I, I, I change hats. Like I produce at home and I produce just before, but then I become a stand-up. Then yep. I'm hosting and I'm making sure the flow of the room is going. Fine, I do the so. exact same thing here. Just yeah. like okay, yeah, come on in. Doesn't worry. You know, it, I'm hosting a little bit, but it's yeah. more like welcoming people into the house and that sort of thing, and yeah. you know, taking the cash and da 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 da. And then as soon as the show's on, boom, that's it. Yeah. It's like, uh, when can I get on next? Yeah. It's like, ask me afterwards yeah. if you don't mind. That's it. Or wait until I'm in the urinal. And yeah, so it's, it's yeah, you'd think I'd be better at it and I wouldn't get as irked by it, but. It's common courtesy. Common courtesy. That's all I'm saying. That's yeah. my big thing. Just, I get guys bitch about how there's no audience, but they won't be an audience right. on some nights. Like, well, if you want there to be one, go be one. They will support you like you support them. And the yeah. ones who don't support, guess what? You won't see them around. So, uh-huh. <laughs> we, did, just... we did a show last January where very few people showed up. It was mainly comics. And I asked everybody to sit in the front. And I was I, I just called it old school. And I asked everybody, yeah. you know, we cannot do the show. But everybody came up and mm-hmm. watched each other. And it was amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because as soon as you talk about it, this is about us. Yeah. Then people will, um, because they want the stage time as well. They've already yeah. paid the, you know, two fifty or whatever it is right. to get to the show. Let's make it work, and yeah. it, and it can. Those the, we have those nights. It happens once in a while yeah. up here where I'm looking at ten comics yeah. and no audience, and go, yeah. all right, everyone, sit down in the crowd. Yeah. We're uh, workshopping tonight. Yeah. Let's do that, and you, you, we do that sort of thing. The guys that that I write with will go and we'll we'll meet a couple times a month. 
hash out jokes, and then try and get on a room as soon as possible, be it a Wednesday uh, or a Tuesday or wherever it is. We just look at what the rooms are and say, let's see if we can go try this shit out yeah. and and get it out and prove it. You know, it's Well, nice. and the, the thing that there was a – now there are so many rooms, so there's a lot more opportunity for comics to get stage time. But yep. there was a time when there were very few rooms. And, you know, I've always had two rooms. I've had the Thursday shows. I've had, you know, the all-new material. I had one on College Street. So I've always – always had two shows going on mm-hmm. um but now there are other places for people to go so so that's good yes that i'm not the only one so there's fewer comics just showing up and begging mm-hmm. which is which is good um but by the same token um i think that because people are just dropping in at places that they're not giving the respect and yes. you know ian brings up a good point is that you know People don't bring anybody. They don't invite anyone, and then they get upset. Right. And I'm, and I, you know, I'll turn to an audience. Go. So these ten people, they're all here to see me. Who Mm -hmm. did you invite? Yeah. Did you invite anyone? Mm -hmm. No. So you can't get mad at me. Right. Like I'm providing the stage. I'm giving you a couple beers. Like we have to work together. Yeah. I always, I always try. Like it. I find it very funny that um, uh, some of the people that you never would have expected to show up. When you put it out there, because I always like say, okay, I'm, I'm going to be at Spirits this night. Or I'm going to be, yeah. you know, some some particular room, and then like out of nowhere, it's just like, oh yeah, I was in the neighborhood. I just yeah. went by, and they come and see. It's like that's eh, great. But okay. even if you know you you book ten comics, even if they brought two people, right, or invited two people to come out, and the thing is, is that especially for my shows, not to brag, but most of my friends are touring amazing stand up comics. Yep. So you're not coming to a show for the most part. With young people, you're going, mm-hmm. you're coming out and seeing people, you know, like the Mike Wilmots and the Kenny mm-hmm. Robinsons and the Darren Frostons. You know, I could go on forever and ever. Mark Walker, all these people, like really, that are fantastic. And I mean, you know, Kenny Robinson did my show four weeks in a row and did ten new minutes each week. Yep. And these, like, watch this. Nikki Payne's writing her ass off right yep. now. Watch it. And that's the thing is that they're all so insular right now that they don't watch other stand-ups mm-hmm. and see. And that's a big problem. The uh, that's one thing I always made sure of here because I heard stories of like you know of people charging the door yeah. here regardless. Yeah. And as soon as I find out anyone's a comic or is thinking of giving this a go and or ask me about hey can I get stage time yeah. I will not charge them five bucks because yeah. the best way you get better at it is by watching it. And so yeah. what better incentive than to come down here uh, you know watch comedy learn from it get yourself a three dollar drink at the bar yeah boom. It's so simple. And what people forget, I think, is that watch you have to do both. I mean, I know some young comics who've never seen a pro show. They've never gone to either Absolute or Yucks and watch a show from the beginning to the end mm-hmm. and watch – you know, they can YouTube it. But there's something about being in a room yes. and watching it live that, ch- that changes. So these are – you know, there's guys who've been doing it for two years and they've never – they've only seen open mics. Yeah. But you have to see both. You have to see the fail and you have to see the success. Yeah, yeah. And then hopefully aim for the middle. Like, yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like at least aim there. You might go further. You might right. go lower. But. Right. All so right. we got to is it the last of the question. We got the last question. Oh, okay. uh, right. We're up against a hard break here. We are up against a hard break. Okay. So here we go. What? Uh, this is from Tommy0707. Okay. Who I don't think is a comic. Okay. I, I, I don't. I apologize, Tommy, if you are. Milestone. I even apologize if, uh, what, what's a milestone? That I'm apologizing? No, that it's a non-comic sending a question. I know. I, I don't think he's a comic. And I apologize if you've even done my room. I mean, like, uh, the, here's the thing. I don't know how you do it. Um, as soon as I see a comic, I got, I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm getting there. Um, Ask the question, Tom. Yes. All right. Uh, oh, shit. We are. Um, I wasn't kidding. I know. Well, you, <laughs> if you just Go. shut the fuck up, I might be able to get to it. Um I will ask a comic, say, I've booked you, right? And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just let the process go of, like, booking and that sort of yeah. thing. And it's like, because uh, who's on your show this week? Couldn't tell you. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the way I'm, I don't know. Anyway, Tommy0707 writes and asks, Joanna Downey, uh, what does she see in Cal? <laughs> <laughs> I think the Which I think is, I think is a fair question. That's uh, Tommy0707. I don't think so. That's uh, and that uh, is Darcy is what potting is... down the mic now. I was waiting for uh, for the head to snap off and get the you know down uh, and laugh. this be- was the old cow. Okay, that's funny. When I met him, he was just starting to do stand up, and he wasn't funny for two seconds in a row. Like right. honestly, and then uh, we were together for about six months and uh, just seeing each other, nothing serious. And then I had to move. And uh, he helped me move, and he mm-hmm. wasn't lazy, and he gets up, and he's supportive, and he's 
he's an amazing guy. Yeah. I mean, and also I think when you've been doing stand-up for as long as I have, you lose some passion. Mm-hmm. And when you're with someone, I mean, people always say dating a comic is a bad idea. But when you're dating someone who's so passionate, whose dream you're living, it yeah. really puts me in check. Yep. So anytime I complain, oh, that was a shitty gig, and he goes, you got paid? Yeah. So I yeah. think that that's the universe going, you know what? Pick your bitching sessions for mm-hmm. something that really matters. And so, yeah. yeah. So I think that's what it – because you two, let's be fair, you make a nice couple. We, we're an adorable you know? couple. Every every time, every time. <laughs> I wouldn't go as far as adorable. I would say you're very pleasant. You're adorable. He has some catching up to do. But uh, it's always nice seeing you two. Like, yeah. you know, when you're sharing a stage, when you bring him to the stage or one of your rooms, it always ends up as like a little mini roast of you two. And yeah. he's like, oh, I wonder what they're going to talk about. And uh, yeah, it's always fun to watch you two. Yeah, and it is also it's, it's good to be with someone who I, you know, I make him go up on stage and challenge himself mm-hmm. and Sometimes it's great and sometimes it's awful and and it happens. But now learn. working with him and hearing jokes about me is yes. a little uh-huh. disconcerting sometimes. How you like that now, eh? Yes, yeah, so my girlfriend. Yeah, there my girlfriend. Go. Oh, shit. Yeah, here we go. All but right. He surprises me sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really? So, yeah. How do he surprise you? Don't take you to that. Let's go. How do you surprise Let's get you? Here. No, no, no. This is the last question. He's surprised because a male perspective is different. Yes. So he, well, we could do a he said, she said of a situation. Yes. And the way that he sometimes formulates a joke between a situation mm-hmm. that was mutually shared right. always makes me laugh. Right. Because the brain, male mm-hmm. brain is just way different. Exactly. Yeah. And at the end of the day, he's right. So anyway. <laughs> uh, See you next time on the TV. Jesus Christ. It's, I, he's okay, already packing I, everything. I have, I have 30, I have a minute and a half. So anyway, uh, it usually takes you about two minutes to get Jesus out of the show. If they don't normally do this, shut Joe. Shut the hell up. I might be able to get to it. Uh, Joanna, I apologize for seeing Mom and Dad fight in the front seat. Uh, it was a pleasure having you here. Thanks for having me. Uh, you have a web presence? No. People can find you? No. I have one, but I haven't put anything up on it. Okay. Yeah. So you're playing Ajax in uh, August of 2004? Yeah, I'm playing okay. Ajax this weekend, then Vaughn, and then the last weekend... Uh, Kitchener, and then I got a bunch of one nighters. And you're doing your charity show this weekend? Uh, Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday. The 19th at Hughes Room. Tuesday, but which I think is when this is going to drop. So that's going to be perfect. But it's sold out. So. It is sold out. So suck it. You can't go. <laughs> um, that's a pleasure. Ian, great to have you here. Uh, <laughs> great thumbs up. Thank you. Uh, Darcy. Goodbye, everybody. There you go. You've been sitting on that for a while. Uh, leave us the feedback in the usual spots on iTunes, on the blog podcast. 206-202-8065 is the number to call. Feedback at HayesTVA.com. Thank you, folks. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.